Well, welcome again to another podcast, Down to Earth, but Heavenly Minded. I'm your host, Irv Risch. And as we move forward, we're going to be going through the entire New Testament. Uh, and with that, we're going to do a commentary afterwards. And uh, with that said, let us just move on to our next section. And thank you for joining me. Chapter 21. Jesus looked up and saw the rich putting their gifts into the offering box, and he saw a poor widow put in two small copper coins, and he said, Truly I tell you, this poor widow has put in more than all of them, for they all contributed out of their abundance, but she, out of her poverty, put in all she had to live on. And while some were speaking of the temple, how it was adorned with noble stones and offerings, he said, as for these things that you see, the days will come when there will not be left here one stone upon another that will not be thrown down. And they asked him, Teacher, when will these things be, and what will be the sign when these things are about to take place? And he said, See that you are not led astray, for many will come in my name, saying, I am he, and the time is at hand. Do not go after them. And when you hear of wars and tumults, do not be terrified. For these things must first take place, but the end will not be at once. Then he said to them, Nation will rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom. There will be great earthquakes, and in various places famines and pestilences. And there will be terrors and great signs from heaven. But before all this they will lay their hands on you and persecute you delivering you up to the synagogues and prisons, and you will be brought before kings and governors for my name's sake. This will be your opportunity to bear witness. Settle it therefore in your minds not to meditate beforehand how to answer, for I will give you a mouth and wisdom which none of your adversaries will be able to withstand or contradict. You will be delivered up even by parents and brothers and relatives and friends, and some of you they will put to death. You will be hated by all for my name's sake. But not a hair of your head will perish. By your endurance you will gain your lives. But when you see Jerusalem surrounded by armies, then know that its desolation has come near. Then let those who are in Judea flee to the mountains, and let those who are inside the city depart, and let not those who are out in the country enter it. For these are days of vengeance, to fulfill all that is written. Alas for women who are pregnant, and for those who are nursing infants in those days. For there will be great distress upon the earth, and wrath against this people. They will fall by the edge of the sword, and be led captive among all nations. And Jerusalem will be trampled underfoot by the Gentiles, until the times of the Gentiles are fulfilled. And there will be signs in sun, and moon, and stars, and on the earth distress of nations in perplexity, because of the roaring of the sea and the waves, people fainting with fear and with foreboding of what is coming on the world. For the powers of the heavens will be shaken, and then they will see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. 
Now when these things begin to take place, straighten up and raise your heads, because your redemption is drawing near. And he told them a parable. Look at the fig tree and all the trees. As soon as they come out in leaf, you see for yourselves and know that the summer is already near. So also when you see these things taking place, you know that the kingdom of God is near. Truly I say to you, this generation will not pass away until all has taken place. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will not pass away. But watch yourselves, lest your hearts be weighed down with dissipation and drunkenness and cares of this life, and that day come upon you suddenly like a trap. For it will come upon all who dwell on the face of the whole earth. But stay awake at all times praying that you may have strength to escape all these things that are going to take place and to stand before the Son of Man. And every day he was teaching in the temple, but at night he went out and lodged on the mount called Olivet, and early in the morning all the people came to him in the temple to hear him. Luke chapter 21 J. The Widow's Two Mites, 21 verses 1 to 4 As Jesus watched the rich putting their gifts into the treasury of the temple, he was struck by the contrast between the rich and a certain poor widow. They gave some, but she gave all. In God's estimation, she gave more than all of them put together. They gave out of their abundance, she gave out of her poverty. They gave what cost them little or nothing, she gave all the livelihood that she had. The gold of affluence which is given because it is not needed, God hurls to the bottomless pit, but the copper tinged with blood he lifts and kisses into the gold of eternity. K. Outline of Future Events, 21 verses 5 to 11. Verses 5 to 33 constitute a great prophetic discourse. Though it resembles the Olivet Discourse in Matthew 24 and 25, it is not identical. Once again, we should remind ourselves that the differences in the Gospels have a deep significance. In this discourse, we find the Lord speaking alternately of the destruction of Jerusalem in AD 70 and then of the conditions that will precede His second advent. It is an illustration of the law of double reference. His predictions soon were to have a partial fulfillment in the siege of Titus, but they will have a further and complete fulfillment at the end of the tribulation period. The outline of the discourse seems to be as follows. 1. Jesus foretold the destruction of Jerusalem, verses 5, 6. 2. The disciples asked when this would happen, verse 7. 3. Jesus first gave a general picture of events preceding his own second advent, verses 8 to 11. 4. He then gave a picture of the fall of Jerusalem and the age that would follow, verses 12 to 24. 5. Finally, he told of the signs that would precede his second coming, and urged his followers to live in expectation of his return, verses 25 to 26. 21 verses 5, 6 As some of the people were admiring the magnificence of Herod's temple, Jesus warned them not to be preoccupied with material things that would soon pass away. The days were coming when the temple would be completely leveled. 21 verse 7 The disciples immediately became curious to know when this would happen and what sign would indicate its imminence. Their question undoubtedly referred exclusively to the destruction of Jerusalem. 
21 verses 8 to 11 The Savior's answer first seemed to take them ahead to the end of the age when the temple would again be destroyed prior to the setting up of the kingdom. There would be false messiahs and false rumors, wars and uprisings. There would not only be conflict among nations, but great catastrophes of nature, earthquakes, famines and pestilences, terrors, and great signs from heaven. L. The period before the end, 21 verses 12 to 19. 21 verses 12 to 15 In the preceding section, Jesus had described events immediately preceding the end of the age. Verse 12 is introduced by the expression, but before all these things. So we believe that verses 12 to 24 describe the period between the time of the discourse and the future tribulation period. His disciples would be arrested, persecuted, tried before religious and civil powers, and imprisoned. It might seem like failure and tragedy to them, but actually the Lord would overrule it to make it a testimony for His glory. They were not to prepare their defense in advance. In the crisis hour, God would give them special wisdom to say things that would completely confound their adversaries. 21 verses 16-18 There would be treachery within families, unsaved relatives would betray Christians, and some would even be killed because of their stand for Christ. There is a seeming contradiction between verse 16, and they will put some of you to death, and verse 18, but not a hair of your head shall be lost. It can only mean that though some would die as martyrs for Christ, their spiritual preservation would be complete. They would die, but they would not perish. 21 verse 19 indicates that those who patiently endure for Christ rather than renouncing Him will thus prove the reality of their faith. Those who are genuinely saved will stand true and loyal at any cost. The RSV reads, By your endurance you will gain your lives. M. The Doom of Jerusalem, 21 verses 20-24 Now the Lord clearly takes up the subject of the destruction of Jerusalem in AD 70. This event would be signaled by the cities being surrounded by the Roman armies. The Christian of an early day, the year AD 70, had a specific sign to introduce the destruction of Jerusalem and the raising of the beautiful marble temple, when ye shall see Jerusalem compassed with armies, then know that the desolation thereof is nigh. This was to be a positive sign of the destruction of Jerusalem, and at that sign they were to flee. Unbelief might have argued that with a besieging army outside the walls, escape would be impossible but God's word never fails. The Roman general withdrew his armies for a short season, thus giving the believing Jews the opportunity to escape. This they did, and went out to a place called Pella, where they were preserved. Any attempt to re-enter the city would be fatal. The city was about to be punished for its rejection of the Son of God. Pregnant women and nursing mothers would be at a distinct disadvantage, they would be hindered in escaping from the judgment of God on the land of Israel and the Jewish people. Many would be slain, and the survivors would be carried off as captives in other lands. The latter part of verse 24 is a remarkable prophecy that the ancient city of Jerusalem would be subject to Gentile rule from that time until the times of the Gentiles are fulfilled. It does not mean that the Jews might not control it for brief periods. The thought is that it would be continually subject to Gentile invasion and interference until the times of the Gentiles are fulfilled. The NT distinguishes between the riches of the Gentiles, the fullness of the Gentiles, and the times of the Gentiles. 1. The riches of the Gentiles, Romans 11 verse 12, refers to the place of privilege which the Gentiles enjoy at the present time while Israel is temporarily set aside by God. 
2. The fullness of the Gentiles, Romans 11 verse 25, is the time of the rapture, when Christ's Gentile bride will be completed and taken from the earth and when God will resume his dealings with Israel. 3. The times of the Gentiles, Luke 21 verse 24, really began with the Babylonian captivity, 521 BC, and will extend to the time when Gentile nations will no longer assert control over the city of Jerusalem. Down through the centuries from the time of the Savior's words, Jerusalem has been largely controlled by Gentile powers. Emperor Julian the Apostate, AD 331-363, sought to discredit Christianity by disproving this prophecy of the Lord. He therefore encouraged the Jews to rebuild the temple. They went to the work eagerly, even using silver shovels in their extravagance and carrying the dirt in purple veils. But while they were working, they were interrupted by an earthquake and by balls of fire coming from the ground. They had to abandon the project. And the Second Advent, 21 verses 25 to 28. These verses describe the convulsions of nature and the cataclysms on the earth that will precede Christ's second advent. There will be disturbances involving the sun, moon, and stars that will be clearly visible on earth. Heavenly bodies will be moved out of their orbits. This might cause the earth to be tilted off its axis. There will be great tidal waves sweeping over land areas. Panic will seize mankind because of heavenly bodies on a near collision course with the earth. But there is hope for the godly. Then they will see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. Now when these things begin to happen, look up and lift up your heads, because your redemption draws near. Oh, the fig tree and all the trees, 21 verses 29 to 33. 21 verses 29 to 31 Another sign indicating the nearness of his return is the budding of the fig tree and all the trees. The fig tree is an apt picture of the nation of Israel, it would begin to evidence new life in the last days. Surely it is not without significance that after centuries of dispersal and obscurity, the nation of Israel was re-established in 1948 and is now recognized as a member of the family of nations. The shooting forth of the other trees may symbolize the phenomenal growth of nationalism and the emergence of many new governments in newly developed countries of the world. These signs would mean that Christ's glorious kingdom would soon be set up. 21 verse 32 Jesus said that this generation would not pass away till all things take place. But what did he mean by this generation? 1. Some feel he referred to the generation living at the time he spoke these words, and that all things were fulfilled at the destruction of Jerusalem. But this cannot be so because Christ did not return in a cloud with power and great glory. 2. Others believe that this generation refers to the people living when these signs begin to take place, and that those who live to see the beginning of the signs would live to see the return of Christ. All the events predicted would happen within one generation. This is a possible explanation. 3. Another possibility is that this generation refers to the Jewish people in their attitude of hostility to Christ. The Lord was saying that the Jewish race would survive, scattered yet indestructible, and that its attitude toward him would not change through the centuries. Perhaps both numbers 2 and 3 are correct. 21 verse 33 The atmospheric and stellar heavens would pass away. So would the earth in its present form. But these predictions of the Lord Jesus would not go unfulfilled. P. Warning to Watch and Pray, 21 verses 34 to 38 21 verses 34, 35 In the meantime, 
his disciples should guard against becoming so occupied with eating, drinking, and mundane cares that his coming might happen unexpectedly. That is the way it will come on all those who think of the earth as their permanent dwelling place. 21 verses 36 True disciples should watch and pray at all times, thus separating themselves from the ungodly world which is doomed to experience the wrath of God, and identifying themselves with those who will stand in acceptance before the Son of Man. 21 verses 37, 38 Each day the Lord taught in the temple area, but at night he slept on the empty of olives, homeless in the world he had made. Then early in the morning all the people crowded around him afresh to hear him. Well, this ends another one of our podcasts. And until next time, just remember, God is out here. And you can find out all about him in your Bibles. All you have to do is pick it up and read it. I have mine right here. And uh, God is in this Bible. So please read it. With that said, bye for now. Till next time.